0: Marketing Growth Podcast. This podcast episode is sponsored by Hrevs. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In this episode, Lisa Lepke is back with us to discuss ProWritingAid's phenomenal growth story. In five years, they've gone from zero to 1.5 million users. I have a lot of questions about their evolution, but let's start with how Lisa got started with ProWritingAid. Before we get started, I wanted you guys to know that Hrevs is offering a great deal right now. You can get a seven-day trial of this offer for just $7.00. The best part is that they have recently opened up two of their tools, Site Audit and Site Explorer, for absolutely free. For content marketing and SEO, it is one of the best tools out there for sure. Don't forget to sign up for this offer. Yeah. So, how did the writing thing? How did that translate into working for Pro Writing Aid? Like, how did? What was the transition there?
1: Yeah. So, for for about eight years, I was working um, doing PR for. Um, a- an arts PR agency. So I worked with English National Ballet and Blue Man Group and all kinds of really big um, theater and dance and and comedy companies. Um, And I had just finished a big project when my friend Chris told me that he had just started this little software company. um, And would I help him a little bit with some of the early marketing messages and to, to build the first website and that sort of thing. He's, he's an old friend of mine. We met on a bus in Vietnam about in about 2001 or something like that. Yeah, and he's, he's done a million different jobs. He's one of those guys that is really imaginative and creative and was in the middle of writing this book, but then he also has that sort of coding mind as well. And so he, he is this bridge between these two kinds of brains that, that is kind of magical. And so just to keep him, so then he was, he was doing a job and broke his um, ankle and ended up having to stay in bed for ages and so to keep himself busy instead of just watching crap tv like the rest of us would he <laughs> just invented a little algorithm and some software to help him edit his own book um and then put it online and people started using it and then became completely obsessed with all the different ways that computers can help writers find issues in their writing I, I and now love it. i, it's, I know, 5 it's years crazy. later
0: it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about how many how many writers you guys have on the platform. It's insane. I love it how you explain it. You're like, oh, he just uses both sides of his brain and then he hurt his ankle and then he just started a little software company with an algorithm. You make yeah. it sound like it's like you just put two plus six and then it equals eight and then all of a sudden you have it yeah. up. It's like, like I don't even, once again, shout out to the writers are on my team. Shout out to anybody that does coding on my team. I actually took a coding class. This was maybe five or six years ago. And I was like, I'm going to jump in there, not necessarily to be a coder, but just to kind of get a better idea. And yeah. the the instructor, I felt bad for him. He's like, I don't know how you snuck into this class. Like, cause this was after college and everything. And I just remember looking at it. My mind when it comes to coding is just like, it's just incredible. when they look at this and do this and you can figure out this. And I just don't have the attention mm-hmm. span for it. Like I was like, I'm like ADHD. I'm like, oh look, you know, squirrel. Oh, shiny penny. And the like, guy's like, no, you gotta focus on this. And just the, the way that they do things is like, it's just, it really is another part of your brain that it's like, absolutely yeah. insane. If you watch somebody that, even if they code bad, I don't even know if they're coding bad, but it's just the, the idea of seeing it, like I walk by a you know co-working space and somebody's this big screen and it looks like he's like talking to the Matrix or Neo or something. It's just yeah. absolutely incredible. Like just just to be able to focus on that and be able to build something, I think is awesome.
1: Yeah. And I don't even think he's ever really taken a coding course. He just really wanted to figure it out. And so he taught himself and he can just get really zeroed in and figure anything out. Like our whole company is really do it yourself. If you want something done, you figure out how to do it. If you want to have a blog for the company, you figure out how to build a blog and then you figure out how to design it. We we don't hire agencies to do anything, really. Everybody just figures it out just Great. goes
0: for it. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about ProWritingAid. Like, you've kind of touched on it a little bit. Like, Tell us exactly how the platform works and, and what, what's the, the, the fun stuff.
1: Okay. So um, we have this really amazing team of computational linguists. And what, what those are, are, they're experts in the English language and it's their job to figure out how language works and how every word works together. And then they use those, what they've learned to look at published writing compared to amateur writing, and they figure out what the differences are and they look for common statistics around that. And then they can use, you know, that information that they've pulled from thousands and thousands and thousands of books and use it to find things in your writing that are different from published work. So for example, um, so in so in published writing, good successful writing, people have made books uh, traditionally published. They will use, um, Passive voice in less than 50% of, or in less than 50 of a thousand sentences. So I don't know if you know, just for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what passive voice is, if you have a sentence that's John threw the ball, that's an active um, sentence because John, who's the person doing the action, is right at the front. You can turn it around and make it passive voice if you say the ball was thrown by John. And so that, because it's the same words, but it's just in a different order, that's quite easy for a computer to pick up. Mm. And to measure how often that happens in successful writing. And so if you then put your, if you've written something and put it into our software, and they do the, the analysis of it, and you've used it 200 times out of a 1000, for example, or comparable, comparable stat, it can flag that for you and say, you're probably doing this too much and let's have a look at these are the sentences that are problematic see if you can rewrite them so that your reader will find them a bit more engaging because readers can just take in active sentences a bit more than they can take in passive sentences Mm. and so if you take that example and then multiply it by a thousand because they've put in literally thousands of rules and suggestions and things like that into the software it's it's sort of like having a copy editor who's just tapping you on the shoulder saying hey how about this maybe this needs to be rewritten maybe this sentence is overly complicated maybe this sentence maybe you've used an adverb here when you could use a a really strong verb and so that's that's sort of how it all works and then we try and fill it up with loads of um, teaching and instruction around it. So that if, if you do get flagged for passive voice, then we'll have a video there that teaches you why this is problematic. We'll have a good blog post that teaches you how to change it, what the kinds of things you might be looking for. And so the ultimate goal is just to help you become a better writer while you're editing your own work.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that's, once again, I, I wish we would have met, wish the software was here about 25 <laughs> years ago when I, when I was jumping in this room to go, hey Shane, Don't do that again. Please don't do that (laughs) again. Oh yeah. Sounds good. Thank you so much for keep telling me over and over and over. And one day I will listen, I promise. So you guys, and I know you guys kind of tote and kind of talk about being, it being more like user-focused and feature-focused. Kind of talk about that a little bit, because it sounds like you guys are very like, I mean, it sounds like it's very intuitive, but it's also kind of like you've got to kind of get in there and start using it, right? I mean, it's more user-focused of kind of getting that feedback.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, because we're all writers at heart, we've, we've built everything around what we think would be useful for us as writers. And so in, in your basic spelling and grammar checker, it just tells you, you should fix this and you don't get any of the understanding behind it. And you're not really building your skills. You're just finding mistakes. And a lot of, and a lot of the other grammar checkers in our sort of vertical are are the same. Whereas we really want to help all of our writers become The best writers that they can be and so whether they're students and they're trying to write good essays then we try and include lots of content you know beyond just the the copy editing side of things that our app does but we also have a blog that has tons of information about how to write a good essay or how to write really good content or how to use it as a teacher or how to use it at work and that sort of side of things so we really try and our biggest focus in marketing has been inbound marketing we just try and create all of the things that we think would be useful for writers and we just thought if we if we build it they will come and they've come for sure yeah they
0: have we're going to talk about that i mean it's it's kind of silly to me it's like it's like i i love it because it's hey it's not just hey you made this mistake you shouldn't do that it explains why you shouldn't do that and how so you can make mm-hmm. those changes moving forward like it really is like hey we're here to to make you to get you to a better point when it comes to your writing skills, right? And educate you of not just so you, so you understand the premise of why that's wrong and the reason why you should change it and why you should do more of this.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, eventually, writers shouldn't even need us. That would be great.
0: I know. How does that work because out? Like, when, when do you graduate? <laughs> when the, the thing's like, listen, we have nothing else to tell you. It's, you just wrote this book and it's super solid. Like, We're going to let you go now. You're off on your own
1: yeah no that never happens i mean even though i know all of these rules off by heart and i've talked you know for for hours and hours and hours of my life about the importance of not using adverbs for example i'll still write something and when i go back and read my first draft i'll have made all of the same mistakes in it but then it highlights it and then i can fix them right as opposed to having to go through them and starting from scratch
0: yeah i mean that's that's the that's the cool part is like i i would uh, well i mean i'll be honest i haven't used the platform. Actually, what well, we did, I did go in and take a look at it with a review, but I tell you the the functionality of it, I guess what I'm saying is I need to use it more. I guess I'm saying yeah. that, I need, that I need you in my life. I need your platform in my life because I'm going to, I need to be a better writer. I do, as we touched yeah. on earlier. Next time we talk, I will be a better writer. How about that? I How about mean, that everybody
1: needs to be a better writer. Even if you don't want to be a writer, you still, you know, everybody that's at work is writing emails all day and writing reports and doing, I don't know, all kinds of things. Almost every part of work is now, involves some sort of writing. So the more you can improve your communication skills, even if it's just to write email, then, then great. That just makes you sound smarter.
0: Yeah, it really, and it just, and it's so crazy, because once again, as talking about Ms. Schwartz, my my teacher from a long time ago, my English teacher, I mean, you didn't realize how much it was going to be a part of anything we do. I mean, everything we do, right? I mm-hmm. mean, emails and everything, it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, became like this focal point. I mean, we we write content, obviously, you know, you guys write content as well, and so we write for so many different websites, and I never ever imagined that, that it would be that way, that it would be like if that I would do something that would be like inbound marketing where we would go and do those types of things. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's yeah. kind of crazy actually. So, it
1: didn't exist I, back then, did it?
0: N- no, no. It's a whole 70s. new world. Yeah, it is. man. Who knew? Yeah. Jesus. I would have been a little more prepared. I think we've already gone over that. Um, but <laughs> what? So how are you guys different? You touched on a little bit than some of the other writing platforms that that are out there um what how are you guys different i mean it sounds like you guys are just intuitive it sounds like you say what the problem is and this is what the solution is and then you explain why that is is that the main differentiator
1: yeah i think the main the thing that makes us really different is that we really focus on learning and it's something that we're trying to do even more of we now as of about eight months ago we now have videos and all courses like right on the platform itself so if you get a suggestion then there's a video of me or Chris or somebody else actually explaining this there. Um, yes, yeah, so we're really trying to to build out that, that learning side of things. But we're also a really, we're a, still a pretty small, nimble company. You know, I was, as I was saying, we do everything ourselves. And so if opportunities come up, we can sort of jump on it and we can really talk to other people in the writing community, because the writing community online is, It's huge. Like writers love talking about writing and they love writing about writing and they love reading about writing and they love building their skills. And so I think the fact that we are all writers has just made that easier as opposed to, you know, some of the bigger companies that have, you know, millions in investment and they have to, you know, they have a lot more boxes to tick, whereas we can be pretty nimble and we can jump on pretty cool opportunities. Um, which is, which is I think it's
0: huge because, you know, the problem is, is when you get millions of dollars, you, once again, those, those boxes that you have to check don't always have to do with the core of what your business is. Right. Yeah. And so it really, it, it becomes a difficult thing and then you have to, then it becomes users and numbers and stuff. And you're maybe not quite as invested in the actual community as you are getting to certain points and yeah. whatever that is, with software, or anything like that. So, and you guys have recently, well, not recently, I think just, well, pretty recently, you guys are at what, a million users or even over that? We're at a million interest?
1: and a half now.
0: Ooh, see what happens? This <laughs> last week, things have, got updates here, folks. <laughs> 1.5 million users. That is silly. Yeah.
1: So how yeah. did, I
0: mean, and you've only, you've been with the company for what? How many years now? Eight?
1: 2015, five years.
0: Oh, five years, okay, so then, and, now, walk me through that like you 're talking a million users I mean we are one point five I mean we talk about that like it 's nothing like, oh, you just went and picked up a few people and you had a few signs, and people signed up like that 's crazy, like one point five million users is like silly
1: yeah, I mean, I think part of the reason we 've grown so much is that we have a really comprehensive, free version of the software, and so a lot of those users are just free, and the unlike some freemium versions of products are all full of advertising and they lock away all the best features. Uh, we don't do any, of, we had a bit of advertising in the beginning and then we decided it didn't really fit with our ethos. And so now we just, the only difference between free and um, a paid account is the free users are limited to 500 words at a time. So if you're just writing emails and that sort of thing, that's fine. Um, but if you're writing anything, it's a bit more um, in depth then it's good to be able to look at your statistics over your full document or full report or full blog article just to, because you can check for things like repetitiveness. If you've used the same phrase five times in your blog article, because readers clock that sort of thing. So if you can look at it on a bigger picture, that, that makes a difference if you're, properly trying to do some good content. And then the other thing that paid users can use is um, all of our add-ins. So we've got add-ins for Word and for Google Docs and for Chrome and Firefox and all the rest of them. Um, But a lot of our growth has just been to the fact that we have something really cool that people can use for free. And then they learn to love it and they tell their friends. And I mean, so much of it has just been our users championing us to other writers that they know
0: and it doesn't get any better than that like when you when you have a great tool that you offer for free and obviously some people just keep the free version obviously if you want to you're serious about it it's you want to upgrade to the pro but just having other people that actual natural growth of i think of truly caring right because i i've been on plenty of yeah. free platforms where it's like you just it's like they you right underneath the level of being being able to be productive on a free software you know you're like i almost got something done and i almost yeah. almost cool for a second but then it wasn't it's not the 20 or 50 bucks that I'm not willing to pay it's like I kind of want to test it out a little bit and it kind of sounds like you guys really yeah. cared about developing something that somebody could use for free money it's 500 words which is plenty if you're doing emails or whatever that is but for the person that says hey listen I just need to go up to that next level you the even the price point for you guys isn't that high right I mean your software is, is not expensive from what I yeah say.
1: and we and we really tried to I mean it's a, bit, it's a bit strange because we're one of the least expensive softwares out there, but we've got the most features. And we, we keep having this conversation about, like, should we increase our prices so that we're in line with everyone else? Because if we're the least expensive, will people then think that we Let's have
0: see,
1: the lowest value, right? But we don't actually want to price ourselves out of accessibility for too many people. Like, we, we want this to be free. We want to be able to help as many writers as possible. And we want to make it accessible to as many People as we can, and so, yeah, we're just we're just trying to keep the prices reasonable so that we can have as many people as possible.
0: Well, I will tell you, we appreciate you keeping them reasonable because that's where <laughs> that's what I like to pay is reasonable prices. It's right in that little category. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. That's the hot hot area for me is reasonable. Um, reasonable. Reasonable. That's that's that's, that's I'm going that's a good question. Just reasonable. I just want to keep it right in that area. That why not? <laughs> So what would, what would, is there any other apps that you can think of? I'm just talking about for like other aspiring writers and stuff? I mean, I, I, you know, with pro writing app, obviously you guys are or pro Writing aid. You guys have obviously done an amazing job. Is there any other, any other tools that you use as a writer? I'm just trying to think of outside of, of what you guys have, have created. I mean, I don't know if you need anything else to be honest, but is there anything yeah, else? I you mean, can
1: think of? there's lots of tools that we use like to run, to run our team. We do all of our our planning and editorial calendars on Trello. Um, I just think Trello is a magical thing for trying to keep yourself organized in any sort of way. Um, We do all of our um, collaborative documents on Google Docs, which, you know, they've got some limitations, but if you've got lots of people going in and out, you don't have the issue of multiple versions and things getting lost or anything, you've just got a link and everybody works in the same one. Um, Tons of our users use Scrivener, um, which I personally don't use, but we hear about it all the time for people that are doing big projects. Or even people that are running a lot of content, um, I think it's just once you get your head around it, it's quite, it's a bit of a learning curve. Um, But once you get your head around it, I think it's really useful. And so we have an add-in for that as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, when it comes to writing, I think the most important thing is just a good writing platform that you feel comfortable in and that makes sense for you. And then just to sit down and get the words out.
0: Get it done. So, and with the pro version, the, the benefit to that too, is that if you're using it on Google drive or anything like that, it obviously will make suggestions as you're going. So the whole team can have accessibility, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can, use, we've got a Chrome extension, so you can use it, you know, on almost any website. You can use it on Gmail, on all of those sorts of things. Just to try and catch, catch your errors before you push send.
0: Man, that's that. That's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. I like. I said. I wish we were. Wish you guys were around. Or I should know about you a few years ago because there was a few emails that I was like, okay. I don't know. No wonder they didn't respond because they're like, okay, he's been hacked, obviously, and somebody else is writing something for him. So that's good. That's good. So what is what is the plan for ProWritingAid? Like, what is? I mean, like globally, you guys have 1.5 million users, which is. I mean, it's just to wrap my head around that is absolutely insane, <laughs> and it sounds like you have a, the, your users are your main advocates, which like doesn't get any better than that. Um, mm-hmm. do you guys have anything like? Where, is there anything that you can tell us about that You're like, our plan is to get to three million, five million. We want to go global. We want to start. You know, is there other ways to do like? Is it not? Is it just in English, or is it we're looking to do Spanish? Is there like what's what's the? Can you give me any any any? Yeah.
1: Feature? So in, initially, we were talking about doing Spanish. We have a fairly an impressive version of the, uh, in Spanish. Um, but I think I think there's probably a lot more that we can do in English before we start moving into other languages. I just say that because people ask us all the time if we have German and French and, and Spanish. But I think there's still a lot more that we can do in English in and English. in our platform. And we still have all these different ideas that, that we want to do. So in a, in a lot of ways, I think we'll probably just keep doing what we do. About half of our users are in the States and or sort of in other English speaking countries around the world, you know, Australia, UK, Canada, Ireland, those, you know, that's, that's probably another half, but we'll probably just try and do more of what we've been doing, which is mostly inbound, um, creating really good content. We've just started um, since March doing a series of, of webinars just free webinars we just reached out to all these experts in our in our field and asked them if they would do some free training for us and it's actually worked really well for us so it's given a lot of value to our existing users but then it's worked as a lead generation for lots of new users across social who come in and discover us because they want to learn how to query their manuscript for example might be a topic and then we'll have another article around that and so it all sort of feeds in together and you know it's like I was saying doing content that that writers are looking for and that adds some value and and helps us build our profile and and a bit of authority as as experts in that field
0: yeah that's awesome and we you know, we kind of did the same thing with the, when I started the blog. I think eight or nine years ago. I don't know what year it is, but you know, whatever. A little while ago when we started doing it, is that all of our stuff is inbound too, and it does take a while to do. But once you start producing great content, and then people start inquiring for yours. Obviously, is very writer based. Like, how do I do this, mm-hmm. or you know, how you, you know, you look at the certain keywords. It's the same thing for us for SEO or influencer marketing or content marketing mm-hmm. or whatever that is. It's like, what are the queries that people are putting in, and can we be the answer to that? Um, and yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that inbound has been absolutely amazing. I mean, we don't, I mean, I always say this in my podcast, I don't have a huge sales team that's out there, outreaching people everybody inquire they inquire with us about help that they need so um it's been interesting because we made that early investment and and i i I, of course the reason we invested because i thought it was going to pay off and it absolutely has and i think you know the key is, is writing is getting out there and putting out some great content that people love and enjoy and great if you have a SaaS product especially a great free SaaS product and then you get in to start writing and then writing obviously is a part of what we do every single day and why not upgrade to the pro so i think that makes total sense Thanks, Lisa. It's been a pleasure getting to know more about what's going on behind the scenes at Pro Riding Aid. We're short on time, so let's wrap up this segment right here. Stay tuned, I'll be back next week with more questions for Lisa.